0: So, gentlemen, uh, I just want to ask you off the top all your thoughts. I had a, a couple really deep and funny and interesting conversations about the metaverse.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: Mm.
0: And mm. Uh, I want, really would love to know all of your thoughts. I, so essentially, the, my two thoughts that started a conversation were this metaverse is actually apparently a real thing. Um, or going to be a real thing and um, I'm wondering is it going to look like ready player one and then someone had an article recently that said it's going to be less like ready player one and it's going to be more like our digital life will be more valuable than our actual life
1: <laughs> so it's like the matrix
0: yeah it's like Sorry, it's bro. like the ma- where our uh, more and more our actual lives will become more like just energy like batteries for our digital lives
2: <laughs> good lord
0: yeah i know
1: like that i can't wait i know
0: like- and i was just, the meeting i was in this morning and joe I was just saying i apologize for being late um i tried to plan a meeting at nine thinking i'd make it here on time that was stupid but the meeting i had this morning we we had a conversation about missions in california and just how how the span spaniards dominated this region um in regards to taking out resources and sort of like uh putting the indigenous people sort of in an oppressive place and all that stuff. And like to be an indigenous person and to feel that, like, we, we don't even know what to do in this kind of realm. Um, yeah. And obviously in a lesser extent, but I wonder if the same thing is going to happen where, where our minds or our lives are going to be colonized in a different way, <laughs> um, you know, with this. Cause I, I, I don't even understand it. And there's some positives too. I mean, like the the reality that like, we there's no way humanly possible that we're ever going to experience like interstellar space travel, for, for instance, right? Because I mean, the closest star is something like a million light years away. Um, but there is something to be said about experiencing other planets through AI technology and all that stuff. So you could actually see that kind of stuff. Anyways, I'm just trying to spark a good conversation. Metaverse seems more terrifying and something I don't want to be a part of than exciting, but I would love to know your thoughts.
1: I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot to, I don't know if you gentlemen know anything more about it. You're talking about like, again, I mean, I don't want to keep coming back to the matrix, but that or like like Fortnite, right? Like our whole lives are in Fortnite. Like your, your, your avatar. I haven't seen avatar. Your avatar is you and your avatar goes, and files TPS reports and (laughs) answers the phone, like that's that's more valuable, I guess. And then maybe there's a couple of people that work as janitors and they kind of wipe you off with some wet wipes and then they lay you back down your bed. I mean, physically, (laughs) and then, is that kind of what we're getting at here? And then did you just bring in how like, we'll be oppressed within the metaverse on top of that?
0: Yeah, if we don't understand it, (laughs) if we don't capitalize on it, I guess you would say.
2: Oh, when, when you it's funny that you said that, Joe, because before, when Paul first said metaverse, I kind of like I was thinking multiverse. I was thinking like Spider-Man. Yeah, right. Like there's 10 Spider-Man's and which and then and then I thought, wait, is he talking about because then Facebook changed their name to meta? So I was yeah. like, wait, what? what um, Yeah. So then so then I, 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 I had to look it up and I was like, oh, OK, I, I got what you're talking about. Um, but I have to tell you, just I don't know, like I, I haven't done a lot of VR And um, I went to a Dave and Buster's uh, maybe two, three weeks ago. And they had like, I don't know if it was an Oculus or whatever it was, but it was a Star Wars game. And you know what I I think I'm afraid of is that I'm going to love it so much Mm. that I won't want to come out of that thing because (laughs) I had the most fun time in that thing. I was throwing lightsabers at people. It was coming back to my hand. It was fra- I was looking up at the stars, bro. They weren't real stars. So, right. But I was, lo- I was just like, that immersive experience was very intoxicating. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, there's already a thing, right? There's a video there. What do you call it? Internet addiction video. There's like actual terms for that stuff now.
0: So, anyway. I mean, we're, we're kind of experiencing it right at this moment, right? Because we're not actually physically present with each other.
2: Holy yeah. crap.
0: Yeah. Well, here's a question. Ah. Here's a question to go, to go even that's deeper. If you had an opportunity to enter into a simulation permanently, okay, for the rest of your life, and it was based off of what you, want, you designed, so it's like, this is the kind of life I want to live, um, but you could never return to this life, but it's the life you've always wanted, would you
3: do it? No way in hell. I mean, no. Okay. Because
2: the nature of hu- human beings, like you guys, might have a different opinion. Is but we're always changing. Something that might be paradise for us now in ten years might become a hell. That's and- right.
3: Mm, I don't know what I want. Like that's the thing. Like I, there, even you know, I'm about to be forty next year. I've lived almost forty years of life. And I'm convinced that I still don't know what the best life looks like. So there is nothing that I could design that I could actually be content with even in five years. Mm. I will forg have forgotten something. I'll be like, ooh, I put all the stuff in. Beep. Oh <laughs> shit. I forgot my wife. Oh no. Right? Like, I I I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could design it. I think is my barrier. Mm.
1: Ugh, I got so many questions. Are you guys happy now? Because you both of you guys are like, no, never.
3: Yeah, I mean, generally. I, I mean yeah.
1: if if someone asked you that at a lower point, I, like there's
3: life, some things I want more in my life. Hmm.
1: I wonder if someone asked you that at a lower point in your life, if you'd be like, hell yeah, I want to ride a dragon. I want to get out of here. I want mm-hmm. dragon wings.
2: <laughs> hey, that's a really good point, Joe, because like I think a lot of us probably were feeling that way during COVID yeah for sure I mean, yeah a year and a half and in ago? the bay with the fires bro like like yeah like one thing cute. i was looking forward to going was on a walk because i was like right. okay covid but i can yeah. go on a walk and yeah. then the fires came and it's like now i can't go on a walk anymore so i was definitely thinking about better lives at that time
1: mm. yeah we had we had a little bit of that yeah yeah, here's yeah. Question. i mean so i'm just gonna keep poking holes in it because we were trying to Yeah, do it do it should be um Oh my gosh, my cough just knocked the thought out of my head. It was uh, <laughs> here we go. You're 40. I, I'm 43. Oh, okay. I'm gonna ask a question that'll come back to this. <clears throat> are you guys? Because you said something interesting, but I couldn't imagine my life. How do you guys feel about life now? Like, are you guys feeling like uh, now that you're 40s? I'm more comfortable with myself now than I ever have been. My body's starting to break down, so I don't know. Maybe when I'm 60, I'm like I feel comfortable with myself, but I. 60 there's 60 year olds here that's like you bastard so <laughs> when i'm 89 i think we all agree you know you're like i'm i couldn't be more comfortable with myself but you know my legs don't work or whatever you know i wonder if an 89 year old would be like bro i want butterfly wings let's do this like yeah. get me out of here I, you know what i mean like we're all like handsome mm. devils physically probably doing all right i don't know
2: you can't see below this this median line here like yeah, that's just true it's true. true. Like everything yeah, from here up, type. I'm just showing you the best stuff. No. No. <laughs> no, that's a really good point, Joe. That's a really good point.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just like to stir the pot a little bit.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I would say 10 years ago. Yeah. I would be like, get me out of here. Get me another life. I don't like this. Like 10 years ago, I tore my Achilles. Mm. I was in some depression. I realized mm. I had ADD. I didn't mm. like my job. You know, there was a lot of compounding issues for me 10 years ago.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, And so I would have tried hard to design a life that way. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily that like, like it's, it's the, it's the idea that one can actually design a life in this moment that they could like in perpetuity. Right. Because I don't think I think my imagination at 30 was not great because I just was struggling. I think my imagination is better now at 40. But my kids are only two and four. Like (laughs) what what is in store for me? All three of you know what's in store for me. Right. (laughs) Like, you know, so I just feel like my life's pretty good and I feel more comfortable. That being said, The existence of a metaverse at this point in time, like in 20 years, this is what the internet has done. Mm. That's just 20 years of our 40 year lifetime. Yeah. We've gone from, and this is where the thing I would bring into this conversation that's new to me is everything about crypto. This directly intersects with crypto, which is basically the gateway for the new digital world. Right? So. I just feel like, A, I don't know that I could design a thing. B, like, my response to the metaverse is actually hard back to analog,
1: mm.
3: right? Yeah. I want to be on the forefront of designing the recovery spaces when people <laughs> are fucked up by the metaverse.
1: Yeah, for yeah. sure.
3: Let's yeah. right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good, I mean, yeah, you've got a lot of really good points, and I think, so, like, it's interesting when you make a, so, like, I didn't get tattoos until I was, until about a year ago, and I'm 43. And I'm like, man, when I was 18, I just never got around to doing it. But what I would have designed for myself was dope, but it did not fit me. You know what I mean? It would not have looked good on me forever. I am not, I am not, uh, I am not very tough. But um, it would look good on a biker. But, but like, uh, so when you start making decisions that are permanent, like, I'm going to upload my body into the metaverse now. Here's the other thing what if you upload your body into it now and that shit looks like pong compared to video games now you know what i mean like how much like how current is it so that's what i'm getting at you're like you want to get a neck tattoo at 17 and a half and then you're trying to get a job like oh shit i didn't know that i was gonna work at a bank you know (laughs) be the neck says eat me to death or some crap i don't know what i'm trying to say you You want to get your totally you want to get some tears over here and a little heart but so you upload yourself into the metaverse. Hey, take my whole, you know, like Futurama, their heads are in the jars, bam, uh, put me in. And then your, your metaverse is burp, 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 burp. Yeah. But then five <laughs> years later. Yeah. So that's a good thought. That's a, that's another thing.
3: I and you're right. Though, I mean, not,
1: so I'm just talking about the technology, but you have a great yeah. point too. Like how limiting is and who, what are you going to want in the future, you know, and what does life look like? And, and right now your world two and four, you said, yeah, your life is, you are you are trapped in a hellscape of diapers and half-chewed graham crackers. <laughs> my kid, I just took my kid to a punk show. It's a whole different world over here, man. It, give it 10 uh, years. Great. <laughs> or like you said, Eric, I mean, when we were all under COVID, I mean, that was a whole, I didn't have a job. I wanted a job. Now
2: I'm
1: like, oh, I mean, I can take a couple weeks off again. It'd be fine.
2: I mean, honestly, I think uh, COVID was a huge catalyst for me leaving the Bay Area. I mean, I think it was already kind of yeah. in our minds. We were trying to, every uh, conversation we would have with our friends for like 10 years would be like, okay, what are we going to do? What's the next move? Because the stress of it, the, the, the rat race, the whole thing was just all of us were just feeling it like he- a heaviness. And so I feel like, yeah, definitely COVID, you know, pushed, pushed things in that direction. Um, but the meta, yeah, I mean, I feel paul like like you kind of with your scenario that you just gave us here it was kind of more of a permanent thing i I feel like if there if it wasn't as permanent i I'd feel a little bit more comfortable yeah. exploring, yeah, exploring that a little bit more
0: well i i I was thinking what how do you if you could pull it to its its further furthest, you know like this is yeah. what it so let me let me switch that that question then so to make it a little bit more challenging um If someone approached you today and said, You're actually in a simulation,
2: Mm.
0: this is the life that you decided to create, and you like, you have entered me into the program Mm -hmm. for this day to tell you this is your one time to get out of it, would you leave?
1: that mean, my kids are fake. My wife. Yeah. Damn it, Paul. (laughs) No. Yeah. Right. I mean, I I mean, you know, you're curious, you'd be curious, like, wait, if this isn't real, then what is real? So that would get it. Well, here, here's the other thing. Remember the matrix when he's like having everyone's like getting yanked out of this, like real world. And they find out that you're just a battery and that the real world is garbage yeah like, plug me back in i don't like what am i like yeah oh okay i get to fight robot monsters now and then the best thing that I got is happening is you know what i mean like
2: which so is I, interesting too because that was also not to take this on a tangent but that was also apparently a simulation the robot because when they got when they got to the third movie he stops the ro- the actual robot oh that's and you right realize that shoot he's all, you're already in a, a simulation within a simulation anyway that's i don't want to take it Nah, that's people, right. That's I don't right, know. Right, but, mm. but, but, actually, I think this po- post is another really interesting topic. Mm-hmm. And about spirituality. Um, and I know we, we all have different, uh, um, you know, ways of that we think about that, or maybe not even think about that. But interestingly, like, you know, I, I do a lot of Sufi practices, right? And the whole metaphysics behind that, is in a different language saying that this is a simulation to a degree. It's a very real simulation, but it's not the reality, right? So like in different traditions, you'll be like, well, the reality is heaven, right? Or the reality is nirvana or the reality is this, but all of this stuff in a way is, is Dharma or it's an illusion or whatever. Every different tradition might want to call it, right? Uh, Different sayings when uh, people are asleep and when they die, they wake up. Right. So, so when you said that, it made me think of, that maybe a person on a spiritual path is trying to remove the veil anyway. Um, however, um, where was I going with that? There was some something I was going somewhere I was going with that. Oh, that by being in a meta, you're kind of instead of going inward this way, you're it's like giving more imagery out this way. So it's kind of like a veil on a veil on a veil on a veil on a veil. On a veil. So I'm kind of coming at it. I'm coming at it now from, from a different perspective. I mean, we don't even need to take it that way, but I, it just occurred to me, you know, if, if you're someone of that, you know, spiritual persuasion that maybe you already kind of maybe feel that this life is a veil in a way or a a meta anyway. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I, I guess it asks like, to think, if you're in a simulation, and would you want to experience your real, where's the real life? Um, asks the question. What is, what is reality? Like, it's if reality is just your consciousness experiencing something, then yeah. would you say that one day maybe the simulation is just as real because you're actually experiencing memorable experiences? Um, and, and and so I think I think for all of us we're all kind of the same where we're like okay so what do we do like what like how do you respond to this thing? Um, when I think of it that way, it doesn't seem so like not not. I mean, I'm not too stoked on like entering into a metaverse. In fact, I always think of when uh, back in the day when these I can't remember the name of them. It's like, uh, uh, these games start like the Star Wars game, World of Warcraft. What is that called? Where you're playing real people oh. cross. Yeah. It's like acronym. Role
2: playing. Role playing game. RPG. Like, RPG.
0: RPG. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's it. But you're. You're. But it's there's another term where like you're playing with other people across the internet. Um, You know, in a, a, uh, a world. I can't remember the name. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
2: I can't think of it either. Anyways,
0: a, there was a a story of a guy in Washington, um who, like, he lost his job. He lost his marriage. His kids didn't visit him anymore. I think his dog mm-hmm. died like mm. because he had but in the game of World of Warcraft he was literally paying japanese gamers to farm resources for him so he could keep building his kingdom so mm-hmm. in the game he was the best um, pl- one of the best players in the world mm-hmm. but in real life he was like he found himself it was a news article he found himself on the edge of a bridge ready to jump because he had nothing left wow. to learn. and so that like asked the question like what, like, wh- where should we be putting our, our time and our energy? But at the same time, like, the world is heading in this direction. There's nothing, I mean, I don't know if there's anything we can do about it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I don't think it's going to be anything that we actually are thinking about. In some ways, it'll be better. In some ways, it will be much worse. I just think of, like, if we continue to sort of play out in, a, in, a, in this in a capitalist society, there's just going to be so much more... Uh, oppression so much more division between um resources uh because m- most of us we're just trying to live like we, we have no desire to like play this game or i don't um i i want to make real connections with real people i mean i don't even like i would much rather the four of us be in one room you know what i mean like i i'm not too stoked on the digital world at all but if that's the way we're going like how do you i'm mm-hmm. uh, constantly going like is this a good thing is it a bad thing is it people would say it's a neutral thing but I don't know if anything's really neutral it's how we use it in the culture that we are and the experiences we experience things through culture so
3: i i don't know Mm
2: -hmm.
3: you know it's i mean i like the direction aired to the conversation because it's really about like how you engage and define reality right and i think that the the thing with two thoughts one The whole conversation with the metaverse for me is really about that. It's about people striving to like define reality. It's Mm. people striving to really like come up with an identity that's meaningful. And I do think that, like, and then this connects me to my second point, which is to some degree, we're already in a metaverse because people have the ability to create digital identities that have more activity and more engagement than their physical identities, right? And largely Facebook is responsible for people's ability to do this in various ways. So this is just a natural progression for Facebook. The thing that's troubling is that Facebook decided a long time ago that it would rather have money than give us the opportunity to create a digital non-digital relationship that has dignity. So Mm -hmm. I don't trust any technology company to really broker how I engage a digital identity. Mm -hmm. This is why I go hard back to analog because it's in the analog spaces where you get to actually decide those things with people with, with, with whom the stakes are shared to whom you are accountable and then you can decide what you want your digital identity to be and to do and to make and to not be and not do and not make. But I'm not going to decide that on Facebook, I'm not going to decide that in Meta or anywhere else. I can't trust them to do that because they just want to make money.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yep. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah that does yeah. put an interesting spin on it because we are always it's not like it's a free space that's out there it's not a park it's a it's a it's a pay to play yep you know you're not paying cash but you're paying you know the advertising right so that does, it, you're right there is always going to be a pay to play aspect to it if that's the right phrase so mm-hmm. it can never be fully neutral that's interesting that's an interesting point it's easy to forget you know mm.
0: and it's the next realm to be um controlled it's the you know it's right now it's kind of i mean the internet at least is is a common like we've lost the actual physical commons of land um mm-hmm. and even public parks to some extent are are not commons um and so like it is like the you know the radio is going away that was the radio waves were a, a common um a place where we could share together. There wasn't a. There wasn't a pay-to-play. The internet, like, is that last or the new space, um, other than actual space. Um, and it's it's. I think moving in this direction under the cultural milieu is that the way you say that. Um, is, I mean, it's essentially like that's the next place for corporations or or for the wealthy to control
3: um that makes it scary to me but here's what's interesting like and this is where like i'm in a deep dive about crypto stuff right now so the the thing with the current version of the internet they call it web 2.0 is that facebook and other companies have found a way to like reproduce your identity with various data points, package it in a thing and sell it to companies in order to basically profit off of who you are, right? Um, I hope I'm not frozen. It no, looks like good. I might be frozen. You're good. No, you're good. I'm not frozen here. It looks like I might be frozen. Oh,
1: no. You can't hear us. We can hear you. They shut him down. They heard a conversation. I know. <laughs> you, know what you can, buddy? still frozen. Black ho-
3: hey, oh, you you're not house. frozen anymore. You're not. Can you hear us? I can hear you now. Good. You
0: weren't. You weren't frozen that whole time, but we thought they were. Uh, Joe thought you. They were shutting you down because you were getting. I on.
2: Thought,
3: yeah. yeah, I was I like, you awesome. all were frozen for me. Like, I <laughs> yeah. don't think the internet's great in here. Anyway, like people have found a way to like sell you, right? Mm-hmm. The thing with blockchain technology is it makes everything more anonymous. Mm. If everything is more anonymous, then Facebook can't sell you anymore. Mm. So that's the wild card in all of this is that Mm. Uh. people, people are scared because if you apply the anonymity to things like social media and to finance, then they're like, Oh, people can do more illegal things and more evil things. And I'm like, first of all, tell me what's, tell me what's more evil than runaway capitalism. Mm -hmm. Second of all, (laughs) like if 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 we can be anonymous, then we actually do have a measure of control over the identities that we create and put out in this metaverse but then the question becomes are we do we trust each other to really put out who we who we actually are <laughs> so yeah
1: uh I'm barely holding on to this conversation, but it's fascinating yeah. <laughs> I want you guys to keep talking about it so I can like form opinions. I don't want to just keep shooting my mouth off on comments, but that's super interesting.
0: I was one thing I thought was really fascinating about, um, AI technology and, and, uh, virtual reality VR, um, is, uh, the idea that you could send something like I I mentioned a minute ago, you could send a robot into space. You don't need to feed it. You don't need to, you don't, and it could be out there for, you know, 70 years, traveling as close as, you know, humanly possible. Hey, that's not supposed to happen. Um, cl- you can, I'm already paying for this. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <I can't> like <laughs> They're trying to shut us down, man.
0: I know. That's what apparently is happening. Um, Hold on. Sorry, guys. I don't want it to die.
2: I'm trying to upgrade here our metaverse is falling apart oh my gosh this is the uh real world equivalent of an apocalypse it's like zoom is going to shut down and destroy our world our digital world together
0: it's this is really weird that it's making me upgrade
1: that is weird
2: uh because i'm already yeah this is is what i was saying yeah exactly this is what i was saying I mean, imagine a big error message coming from the sky right now saying, sorry, your world isn't working right now. We're gonna have to reboot.
1: Right. Or like the NFTs, like I have so I'm an artist and I I need I really ought to get on it. I'm I'm kind of dragging my feet with it because yeah, see, and I need to do it. And but one of the interesting things is I'm sure they'll fix it. But one of the interesting things with it is that, like, okay, forgive me if I'm wrong, and and you could probably correct me on this. Are I read somewhere that the links are not necessarily guaranteed where the NFTs are high technology the links could like expire and an nft you own could okay. die because the link is no good or like is not being hosted correctly and i don't know if that's true or not and i'm probably phrasing that wrong but that's what i was talking about with some of the technology stuff or like even like hey we're getting this virtual thing happening but we can't because of this uh, pop-up that you're getting paul
3: Damn. anyway
1: we were talking about the metaverse that's what i was saying like man what if you upload your whole body and your you let your physical body die but you're yeah the computer and then they're like yeah like you said oh air oh yeah this batch is bad we gotta
2: the hard is no good i don't know hmm.
0: yeah keep going guys i'm, I'm just I'm, i don't want us to lose no the- that's
2: a that's a you know what you made me think of jill i don't know how many of you have watched um black mirror i i watched some of it really? it it got pretty depressing. I'd have to kind of like, um, (laughs) I'd have to like, do I want to watch this tonight? And then I'd like wait and then watch it. And then I'd have to wait two weeks to watch the next one. Yeah. We're still here. Um, But anyway, there's one episode um, or maybe it crossed over a couple different episodes where people are be, and this is, this goes back into maybe spirituality. If you want to call that where people are able to um, copy paste, Transfer, save their consciousnesses. Yeah, consciousnesses. Yeah. Can you say that consciousness? And and they were in one episode. I'll make this really brief because it was really fast. So basically, this this uh, man's poor wife gets into a uh, car accident or something like that. She's about to die. They have the technology to transfer her consciousness out as she's dying onto a chip or something. And so he puts it. He puts it in his own mind. And so he's basically having her consciousness in his, they're they're talking, he talks to her in his own mind. And so then you can see like a month goes by and they start having an argument in the kitchen. Obviously she's not physically there, but he's arguing with himself in the kitchen with her. They're having an argument. And so the son is watching or the daughter is watching them, fight. he's fighting with it. Like, no, I didn't say that. What are you talking about? (laughs) <laughs> oh really? You know? And he's fighting with her. And so he, he gets so sick of having her in her, in, in his mind. And he starts, he meets another woman in the real world. And so he starts having this relationship, but he doesn't want his wife watching because she's seeing everything he's seeing. So he decides to secretly take her consciousness out and put it in a teddy bear. And in spite, because he's so mad at her, he puts the teddy bear there where the teddy bear can see him be with this new woman right and so the the kid has the teddy bear and so she's like oh at least the kid loves me still and then the kid gets a new toy and forgets about the teddy it's awful so she's just stuck in this teddy bear forever i'm not watching that's that's terrible (laughs) it's awful anyway i'm bringing this up because i mean it's kind of like shoot i'm not saying we're going that way but yeah
0: yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're so close to, I mean, there's a movie, it's not a very good, uh, the concept is amazing. It's with Johnny Depp, and I can't remember the name of it, it's like, uh, starts with an I, I can't remember, where he he dies and they put his consciousness into a computer. And so within mm-hmm. like a day, he's able to get all this information about everything around the world, all this like, scientific uh, revolution, all this. So like within like a period of five years, he's completely revolutionized all technology and, and everything. And it kind of, he becomes like this God. I don't want to give away the movie, but like um, it's that, that concept of being able to like take your consciousness and insert it into a computer. How much quicker can technology advance in that way? Um, I mean, or, and is that a form of AI? I was reading this book right now by this guy named Rees R E E S called in the future or into the future, or whatever. And he's talking about, he thinks that the next stage of evolution is, is, uh, mechanical not organic like that we yeah. are going to start getting more and more uh, connected through technology so it won't be like computers rule the world we'll be sort of connecting with what we've created to get to the next stage he says within like a thousand years or five hundred thousand years like it'll look so different um and that's what i was going to say earlier is like this idea that you could send something out and you don't need to feed or anything for 70 years as close to the speed of light as possible they could hit the next closest star which is however many million miles away uh billions of miles away and through vr humans on earth could experience new planets yeah and that's kind of dope i mean that's
1: (laughs) yeah we've (laughs) kind of on the drawbacks but i mean Yeah.
0: yeah but it's like what do you i mean that's the question like I'm one of those things. I'm, I, I wish I was less black and white, but like, I'm, I'm pretty black and white when it comes to this stuff, like, is it good? Is it bad? Like there are yeah. super cool things about it. There's super scary and dangerous things about it. And how do you, do we as people and, and especially with ki- all of us having kids, like how do we engage our kids in this? Like my kids are on screens more than I want them to be already. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like, there were things that i was doing when i was a kid my parents were like i wish you would do that less you know i and i think i turned out all right but did, we're seeing all these i mean those these movies these talk communities come out about um you know the ceo of or the, not the ceo of facebook but employees of facebook not letting their kids use facebook employees of instagram employees of even pinterest and 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 employees mm-hmm. of twitter saying i'm never letting my kids use this stuff um like what you know what's the direction it's headed is, is it we need to like rethink how we engage with this technology uh, and try to, as a people, as a society, remove it from the profit um, and, and, you know, kind of choose like, Hey, we, as a society, as a culture, like we need to think of this as a benefit in this way. And how do you do that? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's the thing too, like with it, with, with people like Elon Musk, you know, as someone who I would consider myself a socialist, like I'm also not bagging so much on him because if it, like we, governments haven't progressed the space age since the sixties, like we're still using like 1980 technology to get people into space. Like yeah. we should be far more advanced in, in, in discovering what's out there in our sciences and stuff, but we've been neglecting it often for good reasons. So why are we bagging on someone who's got a billion dollars? granted like it's not his it's been laborers got him there so we should address that but let people explore and experiment do cool stuff and you know um anyways i'm tangenting again but
1: yeah it's interesting i you know i don't know it's interesting when i hear that the tech tech sector people are not letting their kids use use it that gives me a little pause i mean my other thought is I kind of want my kids to do it because the future is going to be so technological that they, you know, I, I, I think some, um, let's not talk about the tech guys. Let's just say normal people. I I understand the heart behind some people kind of like keeping their kids kind of technologically ignorant, Mm -hmm. but you're kind of crippling them for the future. Aren't you? I mean, uh, you know, I mean, that'd be kind of akin to not letting your kid learn how to read, you know, and now your kid can't work in the future, you know? And I know that, I'm probably the least technical person here. And I, and, and, uh, okay. I'm going to admit this because we're not, apparently we're not going to release this. What's your name again? The pastor. Michael. Yeah. Michael. Sorry. <laughs> it says, I was to say you, sir, Bethel community admin, but the that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a lot to say on this. I think, cause you, it sounds like you've been reading up a lot about what Paul's talking about. So I'm curious, but yeah, that's my first thought is, man, I want my kids to be as adept as possible just because I want them to know. And maybe the people that work at Pinterest that are making 200000 a year have live in a privileged world. So maybe they don't need to worry about it. But I don't know.
3: Yeah. I will say personally, I learned... So my dad worked at an investment company. He works in the financial services industry. When I was seven, he got me a computer for my birthday. 286SX IBM computer. And it had... It had Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy on it. So I was, you know, my mom was a teacher. They had extra Apple IICs. So I got to work with one of those when I was seven, eight years old. Okay. But I also learned how to program in basic. Okay. So for me, I've had a very long standing relationship with computer technology right like i know my dad had one of the first laptops like i remember that boxy white thing with an 11-inch screen that cost $4000 right like yeah, my okay. dad my dad had that so with terms of my kids like i do want them to engage with technology like i want them to know how it works um, I want them to know what what good it can do. They'll discover what evil it can do without me. Like, mm. I don't need to introduce them to that unless I'm debriefing their own experience of the evil. Um, but I want, the, I absolutely, I'm like, hey, let's go. Mm. and my And that's just my general proclivity as a parent. I'm just like, my job is not to shield you. My job is to debrief with you. So like, go out. You know the world's on fire. It's also beautiful. Let's talk about it all. Can't really control it when it's out there. When you're out there, doesn't like I can't. I can't get wrapped up in that. Um, but in terms of technology, like yeah, I benefited greatly mm. from from being able to use a computer from age seven. And then I was teaching. You know, and when I was in sixth grade in elementary school, I was teaching other fourth graders how to use a computer. So I, I'm, I'm with you, Joe, like give them the fluency now.
1: Yeah. Because I think that, yeah, I heard someone else say it. And I thought I've always kind of run with it since, you know, and I think there's also, so we're all about 40, you know, right about. I'm trying to think how to condense this right about our age. People kind of tend, or maybe even mid thirties, they kind of tend to get set in their ways. And I think, man, so these people, when they put these memes on Facebook, they're like, Oh, I don't know how to use. Whatever technology, but you don't know how to use a rotophone. Ha, ha ha ha! I'm like, well, yeah, that's like you're gonna go extinct. You know what I mean? Like, no one cares. These are outdated technologies. Like, you're literally gonna die if you don't know how to use this tech. Ten years from now, if you don't know how to use Uber Eats, you can't get food. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. Like, technology will leave you behind. Yeah, and it's kind of not cute. You know what I mean? Um, so hmm. you got to I mean, keep up to some degree.
0: That brings up a really good point too. Um like what you talked about uber eats like I, maybe that's the question like how how do we engage in this technology in a way to where we decrease our dependency on other people or dependency on like a centralized sort of uh, but but also engage in the technology i think that's that's where my fear is is like if we're i mean if if everything fell apart technology like all electronic devices everything just died tomorrow there would be I mean, there'd be a mass extinction like because we're so we're so dependent on on electronics and and that's such an old school way of saying electronics uh, but you know what I'm saying like we're so dependent yeah. on all this stuff and we're dependent on I mean the last time I carried cash was because I owed somebody 2 dollars like I was like I got to I get money out so I can get the 2 dollars like right. uh, i and and if all that stuff went away like we wouldn't even be able to i mean you know what I'm saying so like uber eats is a perfect example like we don't grow mm. food anymore we don't mm-hmm. And and I'm not saying we should necessarily as individuals grow food, although that would probably help environmentally a lot, but, um, but it's, 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 I think it's asking these questions. It's, I think in our culture, especially in the United States and in the West, like all, all technological progress is good, period. And I think maybe it's something to be said about saying like, we, we should progress technologically, but constantly asking what direction and for what means if it's just convenience i think it's bad where you get know, like a wally situation right but if it's for the betterment of society if it's for the you know i think those are the questions that for me personally um i have to ask myself like if we are uber eats only in 10 years i think we're in a really bad place Yeah. Uh, but at, at joe i think you're absolutely right and even in this conversation um with with you three like rethinking my perspective because i was the opposite michael like when i was growing up we didn't get a computer till i was in high school
1: yeah Uh, Yeah.
0: i didn't get a cell phone till i was like 20 um or 21 we like my parents always my parents had dial up until like 10 years ago
1: your parents i will i will affirm your parents are because my parents are pretty bad but your parents are like kind of firmly entrenched in that mindset i was making a joke earlier but that no, like, absolutely. Not, and, and I'm not slamming. I'm saying. Oh, L- you're not like it's there. Yeah. And, and so and my parents too. My parents are not as hardcore, but also like they do not, you know.
0: Yeah. My dad got a cell phone a month ago for the first time. Or, like <laughs> or my mom take, takes pictures of him and texts him to me to, to joke because he's on his phone, like looking at it. it's a flip phone, too. It's on a smartphone. Oh, <laughs> but he got it just so he could call her while he was coming back here to get some stuff because they just moved to Idaho. Uh, yeah. for obvious reasons um but <laughs>
1: uh idaho will survive if the world goes down I, for better for worse they will be the ones repopulating the world
0: right yeah
3: that's that's a
0: scary concept
3: <laughs> I'm just so saying. so to your point what i hear what you're saying paul is like there should be an organizing principle for um innovation yeah and so, what if the organizing principle was always, like, who has the least? Like, who's starving?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Let's innovate so that they're not starving anymore. Yeah. Who's who's gonna die of exposure tomorrow? Okay, yeah. let's innovate so that that doesn't happen. Like that—that's my organizing principle of innovation. Yeah. But there's no money in it.
2: <laughs> that's the thing. It's all—it's all, it's all- no profit. Yeah. It's all for profit.
1: Yeah.
3: The yeah.
2: Military. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the military is obviously a huge profit too. I mean, I live in a military town. I mean, what drives you know? You've got so many cottage industries built up around it, so it's not going anywhere, and it, that, that's why they, anyway blah blah blah. Yeah. No.
2: Yeah. Oh. I mean, uh, that's unfortunate. I mean, it, it it should go through. I mean, that's that, that was the thing. Like you know, like you look at all of the. um you know, I, I haven't talked for so long to people like this, another part of technology that I, I'm losing my vocabulary. Yeah. Um, same. But um, I guess what I'm trying to say in layman's terms is that, you know, um, subjects like philosophy and, and uh, sociology and all these kind of things, I think used to mean a lot more. Maybe they didn't, maybe they never meant anything, but, but they certainly don't seem to mean a lot now. You know, you, like you'd have people questioning these kind of things, the you know ethics, um, you know, and obviously that's the, the, that can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, but but I'm I'm meaning it in the most, you know, generous and beautiful um, way that you can mean that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I guess my, to, to to all of your points is that ideally it would be good to have like these people that, that, you know, they're thinking about these things and they're, they're, they're thinking about what's best for people in terms of, you know, their mental, spiritual, emotional, physical health. But I and, mean, if, if we just base it on what's, you know, what drives everything now, I, I really don't see it.
0: Yeah. And maybe out. that's the job of like civil society. I mean, the government is still based off profit. The uh, Obviously corporations are based off profit and, there's a there's a place for that because the think the thinkers are the 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 civil society thinkers are not welcomed at the table usually, but if they if they begin to create their own narrative to the extent and and some in some regards this already happens, but to the extent to where government and corporations are listening, which I think is is key to things like these conversations and and obviously people who are actually you know on on radio and podcasts who are actually you know have a fan base or whatever like there is something to be said about creating new think tanks that aren't based on profit and saying, Hey, we need to be thinking about these things or providing our, your own means of, of funding them um, which is also extremely hard. Cause then you're chasing the dollar again, yeah. but innovation, people will always say that capitalism breeds innovation, but I think it breeds one type of innovation. Um,
1: oh, interesting concept.
0: Yeah. Uh, where would we be if, I mean, you know, it's, it's not like, there's this utopian idea of socialism either. I mean, there there wasn't a lot of innovation because socialism breeds often um, stronger control than a a democratic democracy. And so there needs to be, and even in a a fair democracy under so like in a socialist economic society, like things could move slower as well because we need more consensus. So it's, it's asking these questions honestly without, you know, canceling your your own thoughts in the process you know Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah
1: what's what's oh wait he's got something to say what's what's hopeful about this whole future that we talked about because we definitely we definitely Mm. start talking about skynet and how we're all going to get going to burn so there's that (laughs) (laughs) or we're all going to upload our consciousness and the janitor is going to Kick the cord out while he's mopping. Like, oh shit! (laughs) There goes Universe three
2: twenty
3: (laughs) seven. Yeah, there you go.
1: Good about this, right? Like, because I think there is some. I mean, obviously, there's some. Yeah, there's obviously there's good things to it. I mean, your dad getting online is good. If we could control his newsfeed on his Facebook, that would be good, and then we would (laughs) be like,
2: "Oh, hey, you know what?" I've always thought about. I don't. I I haven't thought it out very well so there might be lots of holes in it but i've always thought a technology like that for just its own immersive immersiveness would be good for like many historical um like like just taking people through experiences like especially people who are kind of averse
0: Mm. Mm.
2: to, to to new experiences or experiences of other peoples you know like like i think that would be such a great teaching tool, you know, to kind of break people kind of out of their, I'm trying to think of, you know, I mean, there's like so many things I can think of where that would come in handy or even just like, you know, I think doctors even use this technology even now for like doing, um, you know, what do you call it? VR surgeries before they actually do the surgery, these kind of things.
0: Well, I was just thinking when you mentioned that, like, uh, healing people from addictions or from, uh, like trauma. Uh, You know, a lot of people go towards uh, psychedelics and and there's a lot of benefit to psychedelics um, Mm -hmm. in regards to um, freeing people from addiction Mm. uh, or giving people different perspectives. I have a personal friend who was a a very, very hardcore conservative ex-Marine and was just, you know, just very like one way of thinking. And then he took off to South America for like a year. And while he's in South America, took ayahuasca, and he had this experience where there was this woman trying to pull his AK forty, AK forty seven, pulling his M sixteen from him the whole time. And he finally let go. And when he let go, he let go of the entire ideology, and is now like one of the most open and caring and, and loving pe- people. People rose up. Eric uh, did not.
1: Yeah, I'm good. You guys can hear me. Oh my gosh, Eric, they got
2: them. Listen, I know we're the only no. two left. No one no, is safe. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I think the lighting in your room, you look like you're in the witness protection program. (laughs) Like they can see, they can see every wrinkle under my eye. They're like, oh, that's, oh yeah. Oh my God. Look at that. Facebook,
1: Facebook face ID doesn't know who I am. No, dude, you're, you're safe, dude. Yeah, you're good.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Joe, you're grainy.
2: I'm, I'm overexposed, dude. Like you could see like everything,
3: dude. Yeah, you're, it's over for you, Eric. It's all over. That's it, Eric. (laughs) No, but you were saying, Paul, before you froze. Oh man!
1: What Paul was saying, "What were you saying? Something about capitalism is, is capitalism is the best." And Elon Musk. Oh no, <laughs> you're talking about
2: your your du- your dude who uh, had that experience. Yeah. So, then, oh yeah, that
1: was really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Since then, he's
0: been completely open and and uh, and just one of the kindest souls. And and um, it's not to say that people have gone through military are the same way. I'm just saying that like um, no, no, no,
1: but that's really fascinating. Yeah.
0: And and he's completely 180 through one experience, and so is there a way through VR to like where well, you, could take people, yeah, you could take people through these experiences that free them from addiction or free them from, uh, you know, negative violent ways of thinking.
1: Yeah. I mean, so I'll just say this as a aside. what, you know, you always hear about ayahuasca. I, I haven't always hear, but I've heard that changing a guy like that. I wonder what it would do to some, a very narrow minded person like that changing. What would it do to somebody like very open-minded? <laughs> i I'd, I'd be curious well to do up, it, dude.
0: Uh, They're yeah, having right? explode. George you yeah. up,
1: be like, Trump is Next the best! Rally. Let's go! Yeah. Woo! He's still our president, baby! Oh my, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Right?
0: Yeah, that has a reverse effect. That'd be he amazing. It has a reverse
1: effect. Like, woo! Rod Adkins, he's the man! Cute, <laughs> cute, cute. cute. Um, I don't...
0: Here's... After this experience, I... I realized there was no Holocaust. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: So... <laughs> so... <laughs> So, I made a stupid joke, and to write my own deep thing, I was gonna say. Oh, I was gonna say as a so I did a fair amount of. We do so when I was a cha- hospital chaplain training. Uh, what you do, you do walk people. There is something you do walk people through their stuff, and it, and and it, it's not even what led them to hospital. A lot of times, it's not what led them to hospital. It's kind of more like what's on their mind as they're sitting there. Does that make sense? You talk to somebody; they're there for like five days, and it's crazy. You think they want to talk about what's going on? They want to talk about when I was six, this happened. That's all they can think about. It's always in their mind. So you walk them through it. And by the way, I'm like trained to do this. I'm like an ER doctor of trauma. I'm not like a psychologist or anything, but um, you only can go so deep, but you know, that whole thing, if you walk people through it, but yeah, it's interesting. What if you could do it via technology? Like, Hey, take you back to your childhood. And
0: Oh man, that'd be amazing. uh,
1: Yeah. Not to give them a new experience, but like, Hey, here's what happened to you. And then seeing it as a 40 year old or whatever, or, to help you that's a really interesting concept erica that that's yeah i not thought about that or even like we you made a joke about there not being a holocaust i mean we show kids document you know i grew up watching documentaries or mm. honestly maybe the m uh, watching a movie about martin luther king when i was a kid was what made it so real i mean yeah. you know i was like oh, oh okay not that i would that i mean i was like a kid i didn't think anything otherwise but it just you know th- there's a reason like roots was such a huge thing like, you start to see these things these are cultural moments people watch these movies well what if you could you know follow somebody like an ex- like a, like someone's experience in the ho- in a
2: in a camp like yeah you, i actually camp. saw a movie that did that and that's kind oh, of what really? made me think about it
3: yeah i did that We're at the museum it. of tolerance in la oh you did really that's actually what the museum of tolerance is in los angeles they give you week. a card i mean this is like this was 30 years ago like i was oh, i was wait, in elementary I think, like last week No, no. This was thirty years ago. They give you a card. They say you're John Smith. Now they take you through the museum. Every every set, you know, at a few points, you put in your card. Then they tell you what happens to this person. You know, you go along next, next, next. You put in your card again. Here's how this person's journey. The last step of this is some trippy shit because the last step. Is the gas chamber. Hmm. Wow, they walk you through it. You put yeah, they walk you into a simulation of what a gas chamber was like. You put in your card.
1: It's like a fucked up you put in of Fairyland with like that little key. I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And
3: these are real people. Every card represents a real person. Oh, my oh gosh. wow. Okay. Wow. So my thing is A, this has already been happening. Yeah. That That's is incredible. a brilliant example that can be multiplied. Anywhere in the world, right? So if museums could do what you're saying, Eric, then I think the expansion of empathy and the building of community is actually possible. Yeah, for sure. Um, So so that's what's interesting. Cause I remember that I'll never forget it. I will never forget finding out that this- Was
2: it VR or was it just you going through-
3: It was was me and my body uh, walking through a museum. got Got it.
1: That's fascinating. I'm surprised that program hasn't been, I mean, 30 years ago, I'm just, I, I would love to see that. Like, I mean, I live outside Seattle. I don't think they have anything like that here. I would love to see that. That would be an incredible thing to do. I mean, I don't know if it'd be fun, you know what I mean? But
3: no, it would, but you could it'd be worthwhile. Yes. I mean, and then look, localize it. So that's the other piece of this is I think people, all four of us have a sense that local life is actually important. Yeah. Like, you know, Around here in, you know, the East Bay, people like to, like, pay lip service to, you know, homelessness, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, look, let's put you through a simulation. Mm -hmm. Like, you want to know what it is? What exposure is like? Let's put you on the, let's have you go through a 24-hour cycle in VR. Here's what the walk is. Here's where that person's stopping. Here's all that stupid shit that people said to that person. Here's the, here's the nasty yeah. ass food that people tried to pawn off on this unsheltered person as like, oh, I'm being so generous to you. Here's where they slept. Here's how they slept. Here's the rats that came and tried to eat their flesh while they slept. Like, then let's talk about homelessness.
2: Yeah. 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 That, that would be like a phenomenal thing, dude. I think that would be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, cause they do the thing where they have you spend overnight in a box, um, yeah. which I think is also, so then we can get back into the analog versus digital, but you could, you could cram a lot more into a virtual thing of like, you know what I'm saying? You can make it feel like, not feel like five years, but you can get like, you spend the night overnight. That's a lot. But if you can see, you can see a lot more, like you were talking about, like, Hey, do you have food and, you can have them walk through like trying to get uh, food stamps or going down, you know, trying to work with bureaucracy, all, all that kind of going down to the courthouse and stuff, all that kind of stuff. That's interesting. That's a really interesting concept. That could be really cool for all kinds of things for all kinds of, talk. you
2: know, I wonder like, so now I'm thinking of like actual scenarios, like you couldn't probably do that like in a court case. Cause you'd probably sway, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, i building the
0: program though. too. That's, that's a question. Yeah. Program. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. That's why I didn't want to get into that depressing question, but I was thinking yeah. that. <laughs> I know. That's so how we were all like, no, we're staying on the whole There, is. there is, I mean, but there's, well, see, that's this the whole thing. Brought to you by Mitsubishi.
2: Yeah. <laughs> exactly, dude. Because like, I, I keep thinking, I hate to keep bringing up like, you know, these um, TV shows and stuff, but yeah, it was just like, like everything becomes commodified. It's just, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, and the beauty of analog. It's like,
0: yeah. Oh, sorry. I was no, sorry. No, I'm done. I'm the done. The beauty of real life <laughs> or, or analog yeah. is that there is a risk and a danger. Like if you take someone overnight to say tonight, you're going to be homeless for a night. Yeah. Like I, I'd be like, I would be very interested to try to do it. Um, uh, and it would seem scary. I also know that at the end of the night, I can go back to my house and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not as scary, but in VR, you're like, not even worried about that. Like, the risk of death is nil. So mm-hmm. in some ways that's positive. Uh,
1: especially if you're talking about kids, right? Cause you know, we've, uh, we've, we've run mission trips, right? And you bring kids, I'm assuming we've all done something like this. And I know I, I get it, especially now as a parent, like parents are like, Hey, so you're taking my kid where, you know?
0: Yeah. exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and part of that danger is necessary. Yeah. It has to have some element of danger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you could do it and there wasn't, But you could feel like it's dangerous, right? Like in the moment you feel like danger.
2: Sign a consent form.
1: Oh, that's true. There we go.
2: (laughs) Well, two things. Right.
3: (laughs) Real quick. I know we gotta go. But number one, like with kids, I I agree with you. Less danger, but give them give them good exposure. Uh Uh-huh. And then number two, I don't know that like I want my kids to have to like like suffer alongside those people for whom we don't intend them to suffer, right? If I want them to be in community with the unsheltered, then I want it to be around, here's food. Like I want it to be around, here's like, here's resources. Let me go with you to access the DMV. Cause at the DMV, right? Like, you know, like I want them, right? Like, I don't know that I want them to sleep there, but I want them to live with them. What are the things in the analog space that actually provide solidarity would be my question. I don't know what they are, but the sleeping thing, like they don't wanna be sleeping there. Most unsheltered folks, like, especially right now, they're like, hell no. Like that's, I don't care. I wanna be free. Maybe some of them feel that. Most of them don't feel that. But regardless, nobody wants to die of exposure. So.
0: Well, and it could just become another profit way of making a profit through tourism like
2: dangerous oh, yeah. tourism you know yeah
1: for sure i've been on those trips i mean those mexico trips are like i've been on a, now as an adult you're like that was yeah, or yeah. it feels exploitive right like hey we're gonna take our our kids to do that and
0: we're gonna build you a house
3: even if you don't want one
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> those those those, those, those may um may not be based on those Japan. Yeah, <laughs> those native reservation trips oof yeah yeah
1: right uh, exactly. It gets weird. It gets, yeah. it's weird, quick, man. And
0: Perform for us again, please.
1: Yeah. it creates a cycle. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is depressing. The future sucks. Thanks Paul.
0: <laughs> God, no, but I, I I'm thankful. Uh, like, and I think this is like for the future for us, like is actually leaning more into the hopeful side of things. I think we're all, I think by nature, uh, have like a critical like thinking side to us, which I think we should preserve, but sure. Um, but the, I mean, it's, I guess the question should always be maybe for us, like, how do we, you know, what's the good way? What's the, what's the way to think positively about this or to transition into a positive perspective in light of whatever we're talking about. So I'm thankful that you brought that up, Joe, because it is, I, I don't want, I know, I think we all agree. We don't want this podcast to be just bagging on stuff. So,
1: No. Yeah. but, um, I like your, I like your track jacket. There
0: you Thank go. You. Thank you. I got it on sale. It's forty bucks.
1: Ooh,
0: I like it. <laughs> um well it's past eleven thirty. Is everybody everybody gotta go?
1: Yeah. We're good. Wrap it up in a bow. Wrap it up. This is fun though. I really enjoy it. This is yeah, I didn't know what to expect. Right. I really had fun with this.
0: Yeah, this is nice. Uh, um well, next week let's talk about let's talk about or not next week, maybe uh, the week after. I think next week's Thanksgiving. Um, but when we meet again, let's talk about art and music and oh fun yeah all that kind of stuff i didn't realize wonderful yeah i didn't realize the metaverse was going to take up the whole convo i was just like trying to get the conversation started but i forgot that every time we
2: talk we talk for hours so (laughs) i'm actually going to be and it won't it won't hinder i should be able to um to talk to you still but i'm going to be visiting my parents in mexico in san miguel de allende which is a very uh culturally um just overflowing with music and art. So that might just be wow, that's a very awesome. nice place to kind of talk from. Awesome. That'd be awesome. Also, yeah. I'd be
1: curious to hear some more about NFTs. I don't know if you got, I I think you guys were like, yes, do that. Get into it. Which
2: I just jumped into it. It's, you sounded like you know more about it than I do, Michael, but I, I've kind of just got my feet wet. I put put some stuff up there. Oh, right. I, you know, the the way you kind of read about it is like, oh, you're going to make a million dollars, put put a picture of a rock up there and tomorrow. You got to hustle. You really
1: yeah. Got to hustle. It seems to be like a hustle. My, uh, Brent, oh, I don't know if he's saying we're thrown away, but my friend who sells tickets is trying to get into it. Like he's a ticket reseller, which is mm-hmm. kind of a bullshit industry. But anyway, the, <laughs> it seems like really similar. Like you're, so, but then as an artist, I'm like, hey, if I make something, every time they sell it, now I get a piece of it as opposed to, let's say I make a painting and they're just doing the same thing with it. And I don't get shit other than recognition, maybe. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it's kind of interesting, it's way to go. But I keep getting ads and it's like, hey, buy one of these 2000 versions of a happy face. I'm like, no, I don't want to buy this garbage. It's not art,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> it's quantity. <commodity. laughs> Capitalism, we can all agree, we can wrap it up with this. Capitalism is garbage, socialism is the way to go. I don't know. It's easy for
2: you to say. You're all you're all like I'm all grained right?
1: out. Yeah. yeah you're, you're... Know. <laughs> oh, I'm in this right. I'm in the witness protection program. Did Paul tell you that?
3: Yeah. yeah right. I I, I I can see. For real.
1: Yes. I saw him I <laughs> her throw her body in the sewer. <laughs> Terrible.
0: Oh. Well, hey, <laughs> next next Thursday is uh <laughs> next Thursday is Thanksgiving. So uh, are we good for December second?
3: Yeah, cool. Be good. Should be good. That tentatively sounds good. Cool. I like
1: I like the heads up on do I like the heads up on the topic too because I'll be thinking.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, me too.
0: Let's just text it back and forth. Like if you guys if you yeah. have ideas, and we'll do one one more just the four of us. And then maybe we'll bring in a, a guest after that. Yeah, an NFT expert
3: perhaps.
2: Ooh. Oh, that could mm. be good. The guy who drew that rock yeah for real <laughs> the, the pixel rock that sold for like two billion dollars or whatever it was oh my gosh uh,
1: the, yeah i like i'm also it's good, good like, we kind of talked for a while last time and i felt like i got to know you guys a little better and now even after this i'm like more comfortable with you guys so
2: oh that's awesome yeah, same man. here
0: well and also really I, think, I think maybe uh the next couple times too we we should uh interview one person one of us share their story and and oh yeah kind of stuff i think that'd be fun too
1: that'd be really fun uh just give that person a heads up
0: yeah no no I'll be, it'll be right I'll on Just drop
2: spot. it drop it on them
1: <laughs> right just so, or maybe like hey, yeah you,
2: you. I, I might <laughs> so, be in the witness protection program if that
3: happens yeah <laughs> so tell me about your porn addiction <laughs> all pixel. i know it's all yeah, pixel right. you know so in mean? 1977.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. that's fun man i think really it's oh awesome. i do appreciate you too like you clearly were kind of guiding things and that that's really helpful because i think this is all yeah, it. yeah. It, it, it gives a listener – like, we're having fun, but it gives a listener a narrative, you know what I mean? Like, yeah.
0: yeah, and I think we'll just get better and better. I think uh, I, I, I'm, i like, already – like, I don't want to throw this one away, but I think in, like, in like oh, six, yeah. we'll six, six months we'll be like, oh, what were we doing? You know?
1: <laughs> no, but you, I've heard lots of podcasts were like, oh, this is – we sounded terrible. Here's one from six months ago. and we'll just take a leak off, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, the last thing I'm going to ask you is this, and I know you guys are trying to go. Uh, are you – is this being – are we – are we filming is this the film important or are we just doing
0: i think eventually it'd be cool if it was a video um i think (laughs) in the meantime since we're uh you know we're kind of just sitting like this and i mean it could be either one i think this is it'd be fine to show this video uh but yeah i'm okay either
1: way i was just want to
0: line up good good mics for everyone and line up um good uh cameras for everyone which isn't that expensive we could figure that out um then uh we can go from there, but yeah, for the, in the meantime, I think just the audio.
1: Yeah, that works.
2: And once we, maybe we how, do, how do I sound with this headset? Does it sound, can you hear me or does it sound weird?
0: No, oh, sounds fine.
2: It's clear. clear. Yeah. I'm All
1: sure right. I got, I'm sure I got to change mine up. I'm just using my laptop. I'm not.
2: I'm, you actually sound a lot better this week, Joe, than yeah. last week. You sound a that's lot better. Yeah. Oh,
1: weird. I had headphones on last week. I just went up, That's why I went to my son's room. Cause I was downstairs and this way I can like,
2: it might've been the headphones, but you sound, you sound very clear. Yeah.
1: Okay well i'll yeah. stick with this now. I mean, that works for me it's a it's a new computer it's a, awesome. I don't know what it said awesome i don't know what the fuck it is I'm, <laughs> I'm an analog guy i don't know it's obviously got, right. like, kids light up here light me up like the fucking windows protection <laughs> <laughs> i get some more lights in here so i don't know what's happening I, I, I agree i look like like yeah
2: no it's it great like, I'm i love it I'm, I'm not trying to clown dude. i, I love it I, right. I wish i had a dark dark okay <laughs>
1: You wish you were filmed like, like a snuff film from the (laughs) seventies.
2: I'm like hecka overexposed. I'm like, you can see every crease in my face. And (laughs) One week,
0: one week we got to, we got to get all of our surprise backgrounds. We all have to use a background.
2: Yeah. We
1: we have to get something. Yeah. There you
3: go. Oh, whoa. I haven't even worked with backgrounds yet. I haven't even played with that. With the microphone there, that looks hella tight. i (laughs) I think you can only
2: do it you can only do it on a laptop you can't do it from a phone like i'm doing this from a phone right now so i probably have to migrate over to a laptop
1: oh yeah i don't even know how to do that
0: oh blur i didn't know you could blur stuff that's cool that
1: looks participants
0: chat share screen record i love when they have all the professional cameras so like the person's in focus but everything else is out of focus looks so good good. anyways friends i gotta go drop off i forgot my kiddos uh backpack this morning so before lunch i gotta go drop Uh, off.
1: real life
2: I know. All right, gentlemen. Have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, you 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 too. too. Take care. Be with your families. See you, friends.
1: Bye, guys. Take care.
2: Adios.